Welcome to the Spirit Podcast, and this show is brought to you by Ivy League Brand. Yeah, that's right, guys. We have an official sponsor. Go check them out at ivyleaguebrand.com, I-V-E-Y leaguebrand.com. Use promo code SPIRITPODCAST to get yourself 16% off your purchase. And the link will be in the description to go to that website, and thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Spirit Podcast. Don't say any episode names because I haven't put out the old one. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Yeah, yeah go ahead. 81. Uh, you're off. Did we even hit 80 yet? Yeah. We're almost, we're almost to the, we're almost to trip digits, bro. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We're almost to trip digits. 91. Nah, yeah, 89 is the one I have recorded, but I never put it up because... Whoa, whoa, whoa. we're close to 90? Yeah, man. This would be 90 if I put up 89. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. Big boy stuff. That's what that is. That's dedication. I um, just showed our uh, podcast to a couple of coworkers of mine that said they were going to listen to it. So shout out to Kai and Colin if you're listening. Kai and Colin, you guys can come on. Lord knows we don't have much standards to have people on the show. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so we're still in the midst of lockdown. That has not changed. Um, Was it six months in? Six, yeah, six deep been, uh, months. Kind of been messing with uh, my uh, game, my single life game. You know, I've been in COVID for what six months, and I haven't been on a date in like three years. Man, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> these numbers don't <laughs> Things aren't things aren't looking up. You know, <laughs> but we're par for the course. That's all that matters. Uh, more and more as I go about my life, I just realize how lucky I was to actually be able to get married this year. Yeah, I'm convinced. I'm just. It's just. It's just not gonna happen, you know. You're Might not, become a monk. Oh, you're just not gonna. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, become I mean, there are worse things to to aspire for, I guess. Maybe become an Antifa leader. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, so, so. you would be so good at that. Because <laughs> you can weld pipe bombs, like you're exactly, bro. You're bro, the crap they were shooting off in Kenosha last night had shit on my rockets, dude. Exactly. Had shit on your rockets, bro. Um, but uh, on the subject of lockdown, yes, your boy had it. You're a survivor. I'm a survivor. You get like a sticker or something, <laughs> like no. what ribbon? Comes you know what you get? You? you get you get calls from the like Central DuPage Medical Center all the time, though. So did you, okay, so did you actually like test and test positive? Like do you actually yes. get test? Okay. Yes, I tested and tested positive. Um, so what happened was one of my uh, wife's, well, this is easier to say. One of my brother-in-law's friends came over to the house and then this friend brought their boyfriend now, no, everyone kind of knew the boyfriend, like, the, the, the brother-in-law did, we really didn't, but it was like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever, it's still like a group of, like, ten at the house, they're just chilling, and, um, what we did not find out until later was that that friend's boyfriend's parents had tested that day for coronavirus. No, they didn't know yet, but they got tested. Um... He did not tell that to anybody and decided, oh, I can go out. 
because he's a child and they don't know anything. Um, so we all go about our daily lives. I'm at work with my father-in-law and brother-in-law and, um, we're wrapping up for the day. I was hanging out with my brother-in-law close proximity. Um, I was hanging kind of not, kind of not really, but hanging out with this kid that was also at the house too. Um, and well, my wife got drunk and was hanging out with them because they were all playing cards. So she was just being loud and obnoxious. It was one of those nights where she's just throwing shots or throwing drinks back and she doesn't drink ever. So I'm just watching this transpire. I'm like, oh, this is going to be messy. It's the party's going on and it's now midnight. I had to go do something for work that night. So I'm like, great. And we get home. Well, no, before we even leave, she's like, let's do shots. And my wife doesn't do shots. And I, and I, and I don't really pipe up when my, when my wife decides to cut loose, I kind of encourage it because (laughs) she doesn't really do that. And when she said, let's do shots, I looked at her and went, no, 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 let's not do that. Maybe. In your mind, or did you actually? No, say I said that? that. I was like, "Oh no, honey, let's not. Maybe that's not. We've had a lot of wine, huh, huh, champ? And uh, I don't think that's a good idea." So she did this shot, and um, because you know, why listen? And um, so she proceeded to vomit that night, all night long, and then Sunday I went to my uh, my wife's aunt and uncle's. We sat by the pool. Had a couple drinks. Didn't drink much water. I'm on a water kick. I've been drinking a gallon plus a day. Good. For like the last two oh, weeks. Amazing. I do. I feel great. I pee all the time. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a real bitch at job sites. But um, so but I didn't drink any water that day. I had a shit ton of White Claws and a shit ton of Trulies. And just sat outside in the sun all day by a pool. So fast forward uh, to Monday morning. I feel like shit. I feel like absolute shit. I I can't get out of bed. I'm achy. I'm sore. I have a fever. I'm tired. I'm nauseous. And I tell my boss, like, hey, look, I got some symptoms. He's like, fuck. I'm like, yeah. I said, I'm going to take it easy today. Uh, I have one thing to do. I won't come into the office. Just wanted to let you know. He's like, cool, no problem. We don't have anything going on. I'm like... It's, it's, I have had a headache. It's now noon. The headache's not gone away. None of my symptoms are. My fever was a hundred to hundred point eight. So not really a bad fever, but I have a fever. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, fuck it. You know what? I should probably do the responsible thing. Tuesday. I was like, I'm going to go get tested. Tuesday morning. I go get tested. Um, feel fine. Tuesday. I feel good. And, uh, Every one of my family members, my in-laws are like, how do you feel? What's going on? You'd never get more, like, because they're all freaking out. I'm like, I feel fine. I feel good. Wednesday, I was supposed to get my retest results. I'm at work with my in-laws. And um, I'm sitting in my truck. I get the call from the doctor's office. You're negative. Sweet. Great. Oh, sweet. Don't have to worry about it. I'm good. I tell my brother-in-law, because they all know, I'm like, I'm negative, bitch. I'm like, yeah. Like, you know, we're like hyped shit because then we're all good then because we're all together um i had some poisoning but uh he it's the end of the day he goes to his truck because he's their dump truck driver and he gets a call from his friend yo hey ali has got it 
what? Allie's got it. She was feeling weird. So she went and got tested. She's positive. What? Yo, and uh, John has it too. What? And those are the guys you were hanging out with that day? Yeah, those are his friends. Uh, He's got it too. And I'm like, what? And then my brother-in-law's girlfriend's like, yeah, I don't feel good either. Okay. So my brother-in-law and his girlfriend go get tested. Okay. 24 hours later, they're positive. And I look at, I tell my wife, um, well, I've been exposed 100%. And she's like, okay, how do you, so and so such. I'm like, this is whatever. I'm going to isolate at home. I get home. I go in my little loft area. You've seen it. I go there. I stay there. I sleep in the guest room. I don't go by my wife. And then Thursday night, we find out my mother-in-law has it, uh, along with my brother-in-law and everyone that got tested out of the whole family. Now, how's your mother-in-law doing? Because I know she's a little, like, middle-aged. Well, she had, she was a, she's a cancer survivor, so um, we were all kind of worried about that, but she was, she was fine. Everyone was like, everyone was like, fine, but they all got tested because they all been exposed. And then Thursday night, my wife starts to feel like shit. Oh boy. And I'm like, okay. So she went and got tested. She tested positive Saturday, my wife. I'm like, okay, well, I have it then. Because like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I'm not, what douchebag is going to have their wife be sick with coronavirus and not go help her? Yeah. Like, am I, I'm just going to leave her to her own devices? No. Like, that's ridiculous. So, I was like, I'm not isolating from her. I'm going to help her. I'm going to make her feel better. And I was fine Saturday morning. I had a lot of energy. I was helping around the house. I was getting her stuff. I was making, you know, dinner. I was making lunch. I made soup for us and everything. And I'm telling you, dude, the worst day was the first day. Literally, Franca felt like shit one day. And then the rest, that was it. Like she felt achy. Now when you say like achy, felt like shit. Like, are you talking like ten times worse than the flu, or just like straight up just flu? She had the flu and she felt better this time. So it wasn't even that. It wasn't even as bad as the flu. For can her. I say I'm a little disappointed? I yes, you can. Like, could you have at least like lost your arm? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, make, let's like, go extreme. Yeah, exactly. So, I felt fine. My mother-in-law felt fine. My brother-in-law literally had no symptoms. And but like, like, the whole time you're just waiting for the, like, the volcano to erupt and you just start yakking everywhere. Exactly. Well, no, dude, I was so calm. I was like, 99.7% of people survive this fine. All of us are healthy. None of us have underlying conditions. No one's obese here. We're fine. So, sure enough, all of us... Okay, I'm a little on the heavy side. We all put weight on during quarantine. Cough. Okay, we all did. So, so uh, I was but I was pumping my wife full of liquids. And you know you're married when you're like, I want to see the color of your pee. Let's go. You know you're married. I, You know, that's, that's where you're at. When one's sick, you just make sure. So, she and I are like, we didn't go to the grocery store. My dad bought us groceries. And, um... We just locked it down. Ten days. Yeah. Ten days. All of us were fine. 
We uh one of one of my one of one of her uh, aunts got it. They were fine. One of her uncles got it. He was fine. What's weird about it though is that the uncle that works with my father-in-law didn't get it. His son who does got it. His son who does. Yeah, his son who works with them as well got it, but he did not. So my uncle-in-law didn't. My cousin-in-law did. My father-in-law did and my brother-in-law did my mother-in-law did my sister-in-law did her boyfriend did but he's got the antibodies so we think he got it in march so what do you mean he's got the antibodies like he tested for the antibodies and he has the antibodies for coronavirus what does that even mean i'm so confused you don't know what that means uh-huh. so if you were to test me for coronavirus i would have the antibodies like if you were to test me for the antibodies that fight the coronavirus i would have them because my body produced the antibodies to fight coronavirus naturally which 99.7 percent of people do so i have never experienced a more stigmatized disease than this no one wants to touch us no one wants to go near us no one wants to do anything that involves us when in in actuality we are the safest people to be around because we can't give it to you you can't give it to us so we're oh, good oh now that it's over with still people still people are still wanting to not want to be with you mhm what what mhm per the cdc you need to go 10 days with symptoms improving and you need to go 24 hours plus without having a fever or taking fever-reducing medication. I I didn't take any fever-reducing medication. I never had a fever past 100, but that was from food poisoning. And a sun, sun, poisoning. Poison. sun poisoning. And I've gone 20 days since my exposure. So do you have to be just like... Stupid, unhealthy to die from this thing, or do you have to have like basically, asthma, or do you have to... basically? It's asthma is a real contributor because it, it it's like in your lungs, but it's stupid, stupid unhealthy people like diabetes, overweight. You never have seen a fried food you haven't put in your face. It's like extreme ends or super old. But if you are super old, the flu can kill you just as much. The I've said it before on the show, the average age of coronavirus death is older than the natural age of death in America. And like 65, 70% of all of our deaths are senior citizens. I think San Diego came out and said, the mayor of San Diego came out and said, we have had six true COVID deaths, meaning you are healthy and you die. Six. Six. So, right now with work, I'm not allowed to go back until I test negative twice and my wife tests negative once, which is not in line with the CDC guidelines at all. My wife's already back to work. And she works in a hospital. With old people. Because she's not contagious. And the thing they're finding out about this disease. I could test positive for COVID-19. For four months after getting it. 
<laughs> Even though I do not have symptoms, I am not contagious, I cannot get you sick, I'm probably the safest person to be around in the office because I can't give it to you, you can't give it to me. I cannot go back until I test negative twice and my wife tests negative once. Meaning, I could test negative twice, she tests positive once, and I can't go back to work. Now, who is this making up these guidelines? Exactly. Who? It's fake. I told my boss that. I was like, this is not real. These are arbitrary rules that are complete contradiction to what the CDC is telling us is acceptable. I know, but who is who is telling you that? Your boss is telling you these rules? HR. Are they like... Stupid, yes. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense to me. I get you want the office to be safe, but you're not following the rules. So I don't know how... Like, I, I literally am going to have, in the next 48 hours, four COVID tests. I took one yesterday. I took one today. I'm taking one tomorrow, and I'm taking one Thursday. What were you today? I didn't get the results yet today. I didn't get the results yet from yesterday either. But I had to... So, go ahead. do you have to go to the place to get tested, or are they home? So, the one I took Monday, I went. And I went there thinking, hopefully, like, this is the same place I went to the first time I tested. And I got them in 24 hours. After they jabbed the thing in my nose, they said... Well, I should have it back in five days. I'm like, well, this is fucking useless. Cool. Great. The one I took today, dude, they sent me, my work sent me a kit in the mail by UPS where I had to follow the instructions, enter into a Zoom conference meeting where a physician would watch me take the test in which I spit into a cup, sealed it, put it in an envelope. They watched me put it in an envelope and I had to take it to the UPS store. That's what I did today. I spit in a jar. And tomorrow, so I'm going to go... So are you even able to work? Yes. Home? I can work from home, and I'm doing all, like, keyboard warrior shit. Like, I'm just typing and scheduling shit. But tomorrow, I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to drive to Glendale Heights to uh, sit in line to hopefully get tested tomorrow. People are showing up, I guess, at 4 a.m. So one of my... Well, dude, what? Okay, well, you can't get it anymore now. Or can you still get it? Not right now. No, I can't. Because, like I said, my sister-in-law's boyfriend, he was exposed to all of us and did not get it again. Because he had the antibodies. I was going to say, if you go tomorrow with all those people are thinking they got it, mm-hmm. wouldn't you just get it again? No. Because I have... Well, so the weird thing about the whole testing situation is... I saw this one post about this girl that used to be in my class, and she was saying that one of her, I don't know if it was her sister or who, went to this testing center and signed in and all that, and then um, the line was too long or the wait was too long, so they just left. And then they got a thing in the mail five days later saying they were positive. Yeah. Yeah, even that's happening. they didn't even take the test. Yes, that's literally happening everywhere. 
I don't know if it's a conspiracy or I don't know if we're so overrun with people thinking they need to get tested that the demand is a crapshoot. Unless your name is super, like, unique or they can't possibly fuck you up. You know? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a conspiracy where they're trying to pump the numbers and they're saying you're pop. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'd hope not, but you hear things about the numbers being fucked up everywhere. So, I... But, like, I have to... I'm literally going to get tested four times in three days. Oh, no, four times in four days. Like, I, I can't... I can't do more than that. Well, bro, your nose is going to be fucked. Well, actually, it's not that bad. I when, when, like, I went the first time and the second time, it's not that bad. It's definitely, like, annoying, and you feel like you're just about to, like... It's like a cum sneeze. You're like... <laughs> Like you like pre cum sneeze. Like, uh, did you just, sir? Did you just finish? Yeah, test that. What? Oh, oh, you know, it's just like a weird feeling you get. But I mean, the first time I did it, they jammed it up there, and then they started twisting it, and a single oh. tear rolled down my eye. <laughs> just a single shallow tear. What's the next news cycle? Be like, yeah, we got people. Fucking coming while I'm doing our test. Fucking right. Mary, you gotta come clean. You gotta come clean the bed. We got another one. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, he did it again. He did bust it all over. He asked me to look him in the eye. It was weird. <laughs> it's, yep. And, and then she comes in with her bucket and her sponge. Like, oh, yeah. oh, depressed as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I graduated medical school for this. I'm glad I've come from a fucking nose test. <laughs> that's, that's the start of the next porno. Yeah. Fucking people oh. get turned on at the COVID test. The next thing you know, they're fucking. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, they handed me <laughs> tissues before we started, so I thought I needed to. No? Okay. <clears throat> yeah but everyone from work calls me and goes how are you doing how are you feeling what's going on hold on i gotta take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages i hate you for that uh, well we're back all right i don't know what we're talking about but doing well everyone's doing well with covid everyone that got it um but yeah, I got to do these stupid tests, and I, I I don't I don't see myself testing negative once, so um, we'll see. We'll see. So let's uh let's get away from let's get away from the I don't want to say negative, but my successful health is negative to you. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, it's boring. A solo podcast would be nice. Um, <laughs> I can produce it. <laughs> just produce me mm-hmm. <laughs> just talking to myself <laughs> oh my gosh uh, no I'm just kidding but before we get into uh, domestic terrorism w- let's <laughs> talk about um, the Mars 2020 Perseverance rover that just launched since we haven't recorded in a very long time hey did you hear that all the vaginas in the world just dried up. Um, talking about making humans uh, planetary, two multi-planetary species? Interesting. Okay. 
I thought that would get them going, you know, just because I'm, like, expanding life and I'm learning more about it, you know, but whatever you want. Women don't want to expand life. They kill it in their stomach. What makes you think they want to go to Mars? All right, so, Mars. (laughs) Okay, this launched July 30th, okay? Yes. This is is about going to be about a 15-minute rant, so get just go on your phone, you know, watch a Netflix episode (laughs) and do something. I will. Um, I will. So, the big thing that this difference between the Curiosity rover that is currently on Mars and the Perseverance rover that they just launched is it's called the Mascam Z. Quick question. Okay. What was the name of one of those rovers? Curiosity. Is it by Curiosity? Anyway. You just let me do this. Go ahead. So, yes, you were talking about things. Yes, sorry, go ahead. Okay, and it's a, it's an advanced camera system with panoramic and I don't even know how to pronounce that word stereoscopic imaging capability with ability to zoom. The instrument also to help scientists in access mineralogy of the Martian surface and assist with rover operations. He's reading this, everybody. He just doesn't know this off the top of his head. I'm just who does? We're just keeping. We just want to keep it honest. Okay. So it also has a Mars Environmental Dynamics Analyzer. It's called Media. Okay, and the, I'll, I'll, this is the last one I'll talk about the rover. But this one I do know off, off the top of my head. It's called Moxie. Right? I'll even cancel out of this link because I don't even need it. Okay? Moxie is a thing. It's an experiment they put in this rover. Okay? The Perseverance one. It's not on the Curiosity whatsoever. And it's experiment is to be able to turn Martian air and everything around it into actual oxygen. Okay. No idea how. But okay. this experiment is going on that way, so when humans get there, they'll be able to produce their own oxygen. That's like me the best way of explaining it to me, a fourth grader. We'll be able to produce our own oxygen? And can you do me a favor? Can you turn a light on or something? I cannot see. Oh, okay. I'll just open up the web page. So you can oh, see me. Is that better? Yeah, oh. there he is. Turn it, so, turn it off. Turn, turn it off. <laughs> so very cool. That was launched July thirtieth. It is supposed to land approximately February eighteenth. Um, not sure really what the time window is, but that will be all live streamed um, everywhere. So make sure you check that out. It was a big mission. Um, if you want to check out where the rover is during its journey, you can always go on NASA.com and you can actually see where it is approximately going to Mars. Because there is only, every 26 months, there's only a small period where we can launch the Mars. And it's because it, it's at its closest distance to the Earth. So basically, we launch it into lower orbit and we have to catch up to Mars. Mm. Right? So we're not... The rover isn't colliding with Mars. We're catching up to it. Got it. So we're traveling. Absolutely. Also, in other news, SN5 had a successful static fire. Fuck you. I hate you so much. (laughs) These are a lot of S words. Get me, bro. I feel like a parent trying to help its kid eat. I'm just like making the mouth faces. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Good stuff. But this is the main thing. That is the rocket engine 
that is going to be able to get folks to the moon and Mars. Oh. It is through SpaceX. Okay, they did their successful static fire, and then they also did their successful um, 150 meter hop. And if you look it up on YouTube, you can go to SpaceX. It's launching this thing. To put it in the size perspective, is in between a grain silo and a water tower. Mother That's of God. <laughs> That's massive. So they launched this sucker. There's videos of it. That's I a big blinky. about 320 times. Yeah. Um, 150 meters in the air, and this sucker comes down and lands by yeah. itself. Whoa. So that was the first one they tested on static fire and the 150 meter hop. That was called the SN5. How does it and land? Then, how does it land otherwise? Crash course. Uh, bro, it, the older rockets never landed. They just would land in the ocean, and it's never reusable. That's what SpaceX is doing so differently. Oh. You've never seen the Starlink missions where they shoot up with the Falcon 9. They relaunch. They launch the satellite, 60 of them in the air. And before that, the Falcon 9 comes down and lands on Earth. No. <sighs> I... Anyways, it's like not even a thing to them anymore. It's like you start like the, one of the first Starlink missions they set up with the Falcon 9, and it came down. Obviously, crashed a couple times, but once they start landing it, they were like cheer like crazy, like "Oh my gosh, we just landed a rocket that was in the orbit that came down and landed." Now it's just, like, no big deal. You don't even hear any, like, cheering. It just lands on a drone ship, and it's just, like, this thing is also massive. But in other news, the X, the SN6 is now on the launch pad, and it just did its successful static fire. And then now, soon, it will be SN6 going for its 150-meter hop. The difference is between the metal they're using or the steel they're using that built the actual rockets themselves. So, <clears throat> we know there's no life on Mars, right? I believe there is microscopic microorganism life. Because if you look at it, there are snow caps on the northern he he hemisphere. <laughs> hemisphere. 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 Thank you. Thank you. And the southern hemisphere. Okay. Got it the second time. And those are miles wide of just ice. Also, Curiosity, which is on Mars now, has found ice underneath the Mars surface. And they found craters that are 300 million, no, 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 300 miles wide of this massive ice. And pyramids, right? Shut up. Well, I, so, I thought that's a thing. Don't, now see Mars, this. Mars pyramids, bro? This is the thing. This is where... This is where you're so conservative that we're just spitballing ideas. And me and my progressive liberalism, you just shut me down. And that's, you know, it's like it's like dealing with a Nazi. I just can't handle it. I think this, you know. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Fuck you. No, I thought there were pyramids on Mars. Right? Wrong? Are you serious? I, I thought there was a planet that had pyramids on it. Like, it, they look like pyramids. Not actual fucking pyramids like we have in Egypt, but I'm saying, like, pyramids. Bro, you're probably talking about craters. No. There's, like, peaks that look like pyramids on either Mars or some other place. So are you also calling Mount Everest a pyramid? I'm saying it looks like a pyramid. Yes, there are mountains on Mars. 
They're not fucking pyramids. So these mountains, are they structural, like they've been there, or are they, like, impact craters? Uh, both. Really? Both, too. See, that's my, that's my wonder, is, like, you have these planets that have mountains on them. Why? Now, I don't assume that everything's just going to be a smooth ball, because we're not. But we have, like, running water that carved mountains. And earthquakes and tectonic plates. Are there tectonic plates on Mars? Absolutely. Well, there was also millions of years ago, there were running water and oceans that used to be on Mars. Really? Absolutely. So that's coming back to my point with the ice there. And underneath the surface, there's tons of ice. So there has to be micro... micro Well, yeah. Micro, micro, <clears throat> microbiology, micro, whatever. Micro, microbial life. There has to be. Right. There's, there, yeah. So, I actual just... mammal life. Now, I don't want to say actual because I'm like, well, if you're pro-life, then you can't say actual. No, like. Intelligent like life. Insects or like uh, germs or like, you know what I mean? Visible to the human eye. There you go. Yes. Um, there has to be. There has to be. You don't think there's like a Mars deer? That'd be fucking dope. Just running around. Because Curiosity would have seen that, bro. Like, the footage that Curiosity has come out with and seen with the megapixels that is put together, like, they put megapixels together where you could do, like, a full 360 spin on Mars with the Curiosity rover camera. And mm. the Perseverance one that's rover that's on its way has a crazy good camera that's going to have, like, 4D resolution. And it's pretty much like, oh, I'm going to be on Mars when you're looking at that camera. So, how they landed, here's the interesting part. When that rover, I don't, I, I don't mean to be juggling around here, but this just popped in my head. How they land the actual rover itself is so sketchy because you know what the astronauts came back with like uh bob and doug they just landed from the international space station they pretty much in that like pyramid small like triangle looking thing that's kind of like a ball slash but has like a point to it don't yawn i'm not yawning i'm just saying i'm 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 hearing i'm hearing pyramids in space it was, on, it was on a rocket, Dom. I'm just, I'm just like, cause pyramid. What are pyramids? Are they're triangles, Dom? They're triangles. Well, triangles are one-dimensional. Pyramids are three. But so pretty much a small <laughs> round pyramid. Okay, you happy? You happy? Like an onion with a stalk. An onion with a pointy tip. Okay. Ah, you said tip. That is basically what is on its way to Mars. Okay. And it's holding this 10 feet long by 7 feet massive rover. Now the sketchy part about that, once they reach the Mars atmosphere, which is super high by the way, the atmosphere is super high, that's why the storms are so crazy there. How are we going to live there if there's crazy fucking storms? Bro, we're going to live in a crater. Oh. Bitch. What, uh, wait, there's not like, there's not rain storms. What kind of storms are we talking about then? Ice the storms? storms? Huh? Dust storms? Dust storms. Yeah. What the fuck? No. I don't want to live on a planet that has dust storms. Bro, you're gonna, we're going to be so dead 
by the time they're actually going to have like human beings go over there. What's like, your you know, optimistic? Like, you know, we'll, we'll, like we'll at least see humans get to Mars, but like where they're actually having like thousands of people go over there, like well, we'll be we'll be that. But anyways, the landing portion of once the rover reaches the Mars atmosphere, it separates from the actual capsule. Capsule. There we go. Capsule itself. And once it gets to the actual um, surface itself, landing engines turn on, and it basically kind of has to float like 100 feet above the Mars surface, and then these wires slowly let down the actual rover itself. It's crazy. How are they doing? Is it all, like, timed, or are they, they're not able to control this? It's all timed. So... So, but how do they time... That's crazy. How do you time that out? Well, people are so smart. So, you're telling me that they do the math where, okay, it takes how many months like, to I'm get to sure Mars? they have some type of, like, they, they, uh... I want to figure it out here on this show. You're saying that they do math where they know how long it's going to take to fly to Mars, right? Absolutely. So, it's like how many months? Six months? Ten months? Uh, so they launched in July 30th, and it's going to land February 18th. So July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. So it takes eight months, yeah. roughly, to get there. That's so it. you're telling me that they've timed it for fuel? Yeah. Because they're, they're propul- they're propul- there's propulsion. We're not just floating. So how much, what's the average speed this thing's traveling? Well, no, right now it is floating. They have to do certain, um, what do they call it? Where it's like you change the direction. Um, they have like planned adjustments uh, Adjustments that they do the actual trajectory. That's the word. That's the outcome. Of the actual capsule itself. So they, they call them like burns. Like, hey, today, like... Once a month, maybe they'll do like a hour-long burn that's putting them in a better trajectory towards Mars. And then they're just after that floating towards Mars. Yeah. Controlled floating. Controlled float. So here's my thing, and how you're never gonna get anyone to Mars unless you can figure this out. Having someone able to control things. All the time. Yeah. No one's going to get on a spacecraft. Well, I'm okay. That's not true. People will. But the average citizen, your engineer, your doctor that you want to get there because you're going to need those types of people, is going to get in a craft that is not 100% controlled by someone on Earth. Bro, when they start launching doctors and shit, like, dude, they already have it. These astronauts are. Doctors, pretty much. Yeah, that's true. Also, when they start sending, like, those SN starships and whatnot that they're testing right now to Mars, those are going to be carrying hundreds of people. Yeah, but you're going to have, like, a passenger situation with Chris Pratt and what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence, where they Mm -hmm. wake up. No, dude, these people are going to be living. That's why they're doing simulations right now of these people living in a small area for a year at a time. 
Is that what quarantine is? Do you think that's a conspiracy? To getting used to it? Yeah. No. It's making everyone quarantine to get used to traveling to Mars. I mean, I'd be okay with it if that's what it is. Can you still do the podcast? Um, the internet connection takes in between like 10 to 30 minutes to reach the Mars surface. So, I mean. How the fuck would we do that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to Mars. <laughs> You could weld. Hey, that's what I figured out, bro. I put, I put <laughs> you, together. You, like, you would show up. I don't up. know how to do any of that rocket shit, but bro, I can weld. You would show up to Elon's house with everything in your hands going, I can weld. <laughs> <laughs> do you speak English? I can weld. <laughs> I can weld together. No metals. <laughs> oh, I made a rocket in my yard. <laughs> it's never gone off the ground. Elon would go, get this guy out of my face. <laughs> Put him on the rocket. I don't give a fuck. Just get him out of my face. <laughs> oh. uh, I just, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. That's banana sandwich and that'd be dope. So they're just literally floating and then timed it out when they need to move. I may be wrong. I can't, so I you're saying be. that with these ropes and this dropping of this, this rover... They plugged it in for February 31st to drop the capsule. February 18th. February 18th to drop the capsule. February 30th does not exist. But that's what you're saying is what they've done. I mean, maybe February 30th, like, exists on Mars. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Um, so, yeah, basically, dude, like, on camera... You're not seeing this, obviously, people listening. People listening, whoa. <laughs> hey, man. We have a thousand so, listeners an episode. That's, that's like CNN lies. Oh! <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that's CNN numbers because that's also true. Oh, nice. Um, no, like, in my hand right here, and then it separates... And this rover comes out on wires, and sorry, the camera's on. Yeah, you're out of frame. Yeah. Right here, can you see me? Yes, I can see. And it opens up, and this rover comes out with wires as this thing's floating from thrusters shooting down, like like landing here, and it gets it to the surface, lets go of it, lands safely, and then that ship flies away. Now, if Tony Stark can figure out time travel, I think if he existed, we'd be there already. Maybe we've already been there. <gasps> Aliens. You want to go down that rabbit hole? Or no? Did you watch The Unexplained Mysteries on Netflix? No. You should. I've been watching Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. The absolute opposite. <laughs> yes. Well, no, it's an unexplained mystery. Why that show still exists. Can I explain my theory? I shouldn't say my theory. I am not smart. <laughs> I remember what smart people say. I'm going to put that out there. I couldn't hear you because you were banging on your desk. I said, I'm not smart. I just remember what smart people say. Is yeah. that fair? That's, yeah. a, that's a yeah. fair conclusion. Yeah, that's fair. That's the same thing Joe Rogan says. I took it right out of him. See? Exactly. Another thing. I'm not even real, bro. I just listen. <laughs> I'm a fucking joke. <laughs> I'm a puppet. <laughs> yeah. So... Alright, I'm going to try to explain this the best without drawing it. Because every time I draw it for someone, they're like, ah, makes sense. No, but alright. So imagine our universe that we're in 
is a massive circle, a massive flat circle. Are you flat earther okay. now? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm no, trying. No. I'm trying. I'm, I'm not. No, no, when I say, I, I'm not trying to be aggressive. This is just, you know, I'm very passionate about this. And you know what, every time you make fun of me. <laughs> sure. Okay. So imagine a flat universe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm a flat circle. Imagine a circle and it's flat. Okay. Okay. And what we can see so far out of the universe, like the Andromeda Galaxy, Kepler 182, uh, Vega, all these stars that are so far away, okay, Mm -hmm. is, let's say, a county worth, like, let's say Lake County. Yeah. And then now, let's say, the rest of the universe we can't see is the entire world. Okay. You kind of see what I'm saying? Yeah, it'd be better with the drawing. Telescope power. Right now, in the universe, we can see the space of Lake County. Ah, from our perspective on Earth, we can see Lake County version of stars. Got it. But the same perspective <laughs> our universe is the entire earth so what you're saying is that let's just so if i'm in colorado i'm still seeing lake county stars yes you know what i'm saying because of the actual reality of how big the universe is our portion of the pie no matter where we are on earth we are still seeing Lake County stars. Is that what you're no. saying? Fuck. God, I thought no, no, I was no, no. there. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. So, I'm going to try and take a picture. Okay. This is what we can see. This circle, right? Okay, yeah. And there's can a light. That? No, I can only see your screen. Okay. It's just a fucking <laughs> Corona. Imagine that circle only being 25,000 miles wide. 25,000 miles wide. One side to the other, right? 25K. Like this big. This Mm -hmm. fucking big. Uh Okay. That is what we can see of the universe that we know of. Okay. Okay. As a whole? Tiny circle. As a whole or where we are? Where. From where we are, okay. the technology that we have, we can only see this much of that. Oh, circle. so you're speaking in hyperboles. Got it. Yes. Got it. And this right here, this gap is maybe an inch. Yeah. Okay. And our actual size of the flat universe, there's this, the theory I'm talking about, uh-huh. is the entire world. Okay. Okay. And we can only see this much of it. Mm-hmm. As I'm holding up to my camera, and it is a inch circle. It's a perfect Illuminati circle okay. over his eye. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I follow and you. And then that universe has a is a massive circle, okay? And then outside of that universe is other universes in massive yes 
circles just like that. Yes. Now, where does the multidimensional theory come in? I just explained it. No, 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 that's not multidimensional. That's just multi-galaxy. I'm talking about other dimensions. I'm talking about... Well, I'm talking about, like, those dimensions. Where you and I have a podcast and it's successful. That kind of... a lot of (laughs) galaxies away. (laughs) Oh, man. Fuck. (laughs) I should should get high again at least once a month. Probably. should record. I think that I think I honestly, think our viewers will go up. I think I think honestly, people would enjoy that. I'm trying not to get drunk anymore. I've not stopped drinking. God, that's stupid. But I just I'm trying not to get drunk. Do you have your phone on you? I do. Yes. I got the new one. I got the iPhone 11 Pro. So, the first circle that I drew right now. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna send this to you. Is what we can see of our universe with our technology. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this circle that I'm drawing right now, let me do this better. I got the circle idea. I got it. And this circle that I'm going to draw right now is what our universe actually, how big it actually is. Okay. Uh, how do I do this? Send. Where are you? Dom. That, that be able to explain it a little better. It looks like a nipple. But do you understand? I just explained it in a boob terminology. That would have been, honestly, the nipple. The areola. is what we can see. No, 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 no. The areola is what we can see. The nipple is outside the areola, and then the boob is outside the areola. Yes. I mean, outside the nipple. I haven't seen boobs that enough to be able to explain. I understand. Obviously, since I'm talking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's been. It's Everybody's been a, like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's been a dry so couple see, of days. So you see what I'm saying now? Yes. And then outside of that massive circle, mm-hmm. there are other massive universes just like that. That's a theory out there. Okay. Coming back to the whole alien life, you're telling me that. I'll give this to you. Inside our whole galaxy, there's no life. Okay? Let's say that. Okay. And then you're also telling me that the billion, trillion, gajillion, bazillion other galaxies that I'm talking about outside Mm -hmm. of our knife circle galaxy, that there's not life? You're full of shit. You're full of shit. You really think that there's intelligent life? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You really think so? Really? Because that's, a, that's, a, <clears throat> that's an issue that I think really, really bothers me sometimes is existentialism. Is the idea that did Hoff and I exist before we started talking to you? Did I exist? Do, do people that I am family with, mother, brother, exist if I don't hear from them or are they just here for my entertainment when I so desire? Bro, I have the same thoughts daily, bro. Yes. That, like I always think, I remember I got, I like when I, I don't want to get into that, but that thought used to consume my brain. Uh-huh. Like every time, let's say I'm hanging out at the house, you know, and then I'm going to work. As soon as I shut the door, my parents, like, 
Freeze. It freeze. Yes. And the only reason they did anything is because they told you that that's what they were going to do. Lego, I'm going to go to the store today. Or you just see them when they're actually being watched by you. Yes. And do they exist around you if you're not around them? So let me ask you a question, Dom. Yes. Since the last time we recorded, have you done things? Or have you done things in necessity in order to comply with the simulation that they exampled for my life? The latter. Yeah. <laughs> I've only done the things that you that you needed for, for was, your life. It, that was in order to keep me believing that you actually do exist. Because what happens one day if someone goes, hey, how's... You ask someone, hey, how's Dom? And they go, who? I mean... People Never existed. That now, dude. That happened. <laughs> people ask you how I am, and you go, there you go. What did you for lunch? What? What? Uh, yeah, I no. That, 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 that consumes my mind for about five minutes a day, and then I have a panic attack about it, and then I call my mom. That's... Makes sense. No, I don't actually do that. But it does, it does make you go... Am I alone in this existence? Mm-hmm. Am I 100% alone, but I gather these things to make me feel as if I am not, but in actuality, at the end of the day, when I'm in a room by myself, yep. is there anyone outside my door? Unless I walk to the window to go see them? Then they're there just to comply with the simulation that is order. That is my existence. That is your existence. That is your being. Someone hit... EFC, and a person appeared. Mm. Let me give you another theory. But what I was going to say though, before we give me that theory, no, think about think about your theory too. But <clears throat> if, because I don't know, I don't know what's a more terrifying thought for me to have on a daily basis: Are we alone, or are we not alone? And I'm sure that's a contrived sentence that has been said on multiple podcasts in the existence of man. But what's a scarier thought for you and our audience? Please leave a comment or, you know, call us because most of our listeners have our number. But um, here's my number. <laughs> yeah. What's a more terrifying thought for you? Because for me, if we're alone in the in in the in the not only in the areola of existence, but in the boob of existence. If we are alone, we're going to make t-shirts that say that. If, if we are alone in, in this entirety of existence, that's terrifying. Because we're it. And so far, all we do is fuck it up. Oh, yeah. Or, are we not alone? Where the fuck are they? Bro. They're so far away, dude. Even if antimatter and dark matter were combined as a rocket fuel, the people that are going to be flying the actual rocket with that fuel, they're the only ones that are experiencing time in the motion in which they are actually moving. Okay, you kind of understand that? So, 
Break it down for me as a boob again. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it don't even need to be a boob, dude. But we can, we can make it a boob. <laughs> it makes it easier. <laughs> no, okay, so... It's tangible. Imagine an antimatter, dark matter... No, matter and antimatter. I think that's I, what it is. I don't Combined know what those things do, so... In a rocket. Right? Uh-huh. There's experiments going on, by the way, to use those in rocket fuel, right? How do you get... Like, I'm, what's matter? Block, Don. <laughs> a bunch of atoms. I don't know, okay? People are so much smarter than us, okay? <laughs> so much smarter than us. It's happening at Berkeley. There's an experiment. I could send you a talk about it. Okay. Let's say we launch... Of antimatter, matter, dark matter, whatever the fuck it is, from Earth. Okay? okay, yes. And that bitch is going to Jupiter. Alright? Oh, I'd love to go. With that rocket fuel, it would take them approximately, let's say, 30 days to get there. Shit. That's how fast this shit is. It's warp speed, basically. How would it take off? Does it not? Does it take off on on on, on normal? No, it, would t- it would take off normally, get to a point out of the solar uh, or out of the. And then do it. And then be like, pew, warp speed. Uh, hyperdrive, Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Right. Let's say I don't. Know, I I knew it was like three minutes to get to Mars. So let's just say it takes like let's say it takes a day to launch from Earth and get to Jupiter, right? Okay. With the rocket fuel. Right. And for the people that are on that rocket, it takes a day. And they are experiment or experiencing a twenty-four hour period. Right. A normal day. I'm right? with you. Yes. For us, while they're experiencing that twenty-four hour time period, for us it would be seven years. <laughs> I'm not okay. I should so be high. That's why, no matter how fucking good. We get this shit? Who the fuck cares? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. So, in order for that rocket to be able to, hey guys, we made it. If a baby was born on the day it launched, we wouldn't find out they made it until that kid is a freshman in high school. (laughs) What even using the antimatter? Even using the the the, because what what I thought when you originally said it was like if we had this antimatter rocket fuel, they go up there in the atmosphere, boom, and then they go okay, turn it on, John, and then John hits it, and then their cheeks fly back to their and their elbows touch behind them, and boom, they're at Jupiter in three minutes, yeah. or they're in Mars in three minutes. That three minutes for them to travel for us is like a year. Yeah. So they're going faster than time. They're going the speed of light. Okay. They're going the speed of... That's what I meant to say. They're going the speed of light. Pretty much. And we're going at the speed of, what, smell? Like, um... The speed of our senses, speed of our being. Fuck. Okay, let me... Another thing. You made your point... I don't even. I don't even think I have a point. I'm just scared now. Okay. So let's imagine imagine a planet 
in the Andromeda Galaxy. Okay? And let's imagine there are, there's a planet in the Andromeda Galaxy that has a telescope very, very technologically smart, or whatever the fuck you call it, very technologically advanced, that is able to zoom in and see Earth. I just want to quickly break, JJ just said that we're going to Mars, boys. He just texted that to the group chat. I'm confused. What? What? Oh, maybe he's just... I'm down. <laughs> um, so let's... Are, you, are we paused? Yeah. No, no, we're good. Okay. That's kind of funny, that is. Isn't that weird? That's this glitch in the simulation! That's the whole thing. Keanu Reeves is right. We all need to take the red pill on November 3rd and vote Donald J. Trump and everyone will understand what we're talking about. Continue. No, no, it's all right. So Andromeda Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a planet there has a super advanced technological telescope and it's able to see Earth. And it's able to zoom in and see what the fuck is going on in our planet. And then just quickly turn it off and go, fuck, they're messed up. Next. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. You know what they would see? They would see dinosaurs. Okay. Because that is how far. Oh, oh. And that is how far our light has taken to travel to that fucking planet. Even though we're right now us? So it's so like stars, a glimpse. The, the stars in the sky, bro? The stars in the fucking sky? I am so mind blown by that. Vega, okay? One of the brightest stars in the sky, okay? Yeah. Is 100, let's say 105 light years away. That light that we're seeing is 105 years old. So imagine turning on a light and that light doesn't turn on that we can see until 105 years into the future. Does that make more sense now? Yes. Okay. I... <sighs> if the sun would explode, we would not know for eight minutes. Oh, <laughs> what a great <laughs> existence. Like, oh, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> It's oddly hot. Yeah, it's a little weird. Boom, dead. All of us wiped out. Gone. Yeah. That's a that's a cheerful thought. That that eight minutes, it's gotta be awesome. You're chilling, and then you just start to see like, got a hot out. Dude, it's fucking January. Fuck, what about global warming pants and real? And then you just drop to your knees, dead. Oh god. Fuck, dude. That's messy. I don't yeah. know. Like I said, I just, I think about that. What is scarier? And I honestly think what's scarier is that if I put my money on it, what's scarier is we're not alone. You think it's, it's scarier to be not alone than to be alone? I think it's scarier to be not alone. I think having something else out there that may or may not know we exist and us not know they exist is more terrifying to me 
than us just being it. Because, I don't know, as a Catholic, where is... Where is that in the Bible? Yeah, and that's and that's the other theory. A lot of these theories, the knife edge theory, where the other bubbles of other galaxies was obviously found by atheists and whatnot. Brian Cox talks about it. He's definitely an atheist. Um, yeah. Because, like, if, if God truly c- c- created other life... There would be a blurb in Genesis, like, and God created man, and also green people that live in Beta Five Eight Seven, and they were the te- they were the ones that got the good stuff right away, and then these motherfuckers stopped <laughs> yeah. listening immediately. <laughs> they were one day away from getting the good shit, and then the bitch ate the apple, and I said, "Fuck them," and then they just had war, famine. Pestilence and all that shit. Yeah, maybe that's what he's doing now. He's kind of like, ah, I'm done with you guys. Moving on to the next one. Yeah, because he's got trillions of them. Right. So, another theory is, and then we'll move on to the domestic terrorists. Um, is that our solar system, galaxies, stars, everything, has always been here. Say that again. Like, oh, I'm having a hand cramp. Ah! Like, our galaxies, our Earth, our Sun, our everything. Yeah. Or, not even that. No, that's too far. Because it had to get created. So, like, let's just say being. Being, matter, meaning... It means something has just always been here. Yeah. I don't don't prescribe to that notion. So, like, let's say the Earth was, if you're taking the agnostic atheist look, a guy was joined by atoms, and then blah, 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 blah happened, and that was, let's say, a billion years ago, or a very, very long time ago. Yeah. In order for that to happen, there needed to be a space for that to happen in. Yes. And for that space... To exist. To exist, it had to be there already, right? Right. So the theory is that space that allowed the atoms to be able to make planets, that space Mm -hmm. has just always been there. Okay. See what I'm saying? I don't... I, like, there was no, like, start. Right. It was just, uh... Hmm. <laughs> not even a... Hmm. It was just... Ta-da! And that's the noise it made when it was existed. Ta-da! It was just there. Yeah. And it's always been there. Right. But how? Like that's the thing. I don't understand the. It just that's I'm where I that's that's where I come in with like nothing is something from nothing. Like <laughs> it can't just be. It yeah. has to start. Yeah. How do things start? So you want to talk about existentialism? You want to talk about creation of Earth? You want to talk about God? How the fuck 
are you going to sit there and tell me that a collection of atoms started and it created a big bang and therefore Earth? What? Where did the collection start? Atoms don't collect. It's not like they just go, hey, there's the dude over there. I'm gonna go well, no, there. they're spinning. They're spinning at a rapid speed all the fucking time, and then sooner or later, those circles get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. And closer and... But how? <laughs> <laughs> Science. Well, Science thing. by Hop. Okay, but the other thing is, what was that? There has to be something in order there to be. There has to be something in order for there to be something, right? For, something yeah, like that. for something to be, for nothing to be something. No, for something to exist, there has to be something. Okay, has God just always been here? Yes. So God was never just a. Like that's a, so weird. It's making me nervous. Right. So that's the other thing. It's just it wasn't just like God was like ta da temperatures <laughs> Earth fucking Jupiter Sun I, yeah you know? so has God just always been like so <laughs> well yes because that's what that's what we're told to believe is that God always existed but in order to show forth His goodness and love He created man in His self image so God was a lonely fucker. That's sincerely blasphemous, but okay, sure. Well, like, I don't know. Like, you see what I'm saying, though? God, I'm not saying it in that way. You know what? Like, he... He was just he. He wasn't even he. He was just... There. Hmm. He was a protester in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's what he created. The angels, and then some angels fell, and then he created man in his image and likeness. I... I don't know, and that's the thing. Where it's it's what how we started, and it, and and I I'm a firm believer in what I said. Nothing is something from nothing, and you can't get there without exactly. something starting it. And then how do you argue who started it? If nothing is something, like you said, was God just chilling one day and said, Earth. And that's what we're told, because on the first day, he he created light. And that's, you know, where we're at. Makes me nervous, and thank you for not allowing me to go to bed tonight. Hey, no worries, dude. Yeah, I, uh... I don't sleep. Constant, constant thought in my head, that's for sure. Uh-huh. Well, because, like... I've had this thought a lot because, like, going into a Catholic religion, which I'm hoping to go to RCIA soon and be able to convert. But then, on the other hand, I'm also super, super into space, and the space thinking has got me into theories of how life created, well, how life started. But a lot of the first astronomers were religious people who believed in God and believed in Jesus. Yeah, and I mean that's—I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I fear I full on believe in God. Um, because or else I would be doing very bad things. Right. Uh, as all of us would, obviously. Right. Uh, like, why, why is there, why does the word good even exist mm-hmm. if there is no God? Yeah. Because without God, then good would just mean the same exact thing as me going upstairs and slapping my mother. Right. right. 
Right. Well, it's also like people people who aren't religious or who are atheists are just like, no, I'm a good person because that's the way it is. But those values of being good are instilled from a certain belief of do unto others as you would want to be treated. Exactly. So it all comes from a understanding of some religious belief. So even with the word good, as simple as it sounds, that right there could explain God. Yeah. Because the word good would not even exist. Correct. It would mean the same thing as poop. It would mean the same thing as, I don't know, bad. It wouldn't have any right. meaning. Meaning itself would mean nothing. Right. Mean, the word meaning would mean nothing. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that there's, <clears throat> that when you get to the religious aspects of life, the teachings are derived from the beginning of creation. Everything stems from our original sin and what happened in order to cause it. And by that happening, we then started on this journey of a continuous battle with good and evil because God allows God allows evil to exist he could easily not right it's the obedience portion of it exactly because what happened in that original chapter is a clear command given and a clear disobedience given because God does not want you to love him because he wants you to love him for a reason. Uh-huh. And he wants you to love him freely without letting into temptation. So <clears throat> because of that original sin, all of us now have to deal with the imperfect being that is human. We feel shame we feel guilt we feel imperfection we feel neglect anxiety modern things now i'm talking about depression because all of those things are are temptation you get what i'm saying absolutely they're they're temptation to go off that path to pick the what Eve and Adam did. We all now have to struggle with these temptations that only exist because it's him telling us what are you going to do? How are you going to respond? Are you anxious and are you going to give in to the temptation of doing things that make you unanxious? Are you going to feel sad so are you going to do things that are going to make you feel less sad that might not be what you need to do are you in a good position in life and are you going to use your good position in life to help others get in good positions of life are you going to be selfish and that's you know seven deadly sin that kind of thing they all derive from the free will aspect of life in order to choose so like you said good wouldn't mean anything if god didn't exist and that's true because None of it would exist. The 
sin, the good, the bad, the evil, the the, the temptations, the uh, any of it wouldn't exist. Because what's the point of it existing? What gave it meaning? What gave it a purpose? These temptations. What gave a purpose to the good choice? You know what I'm saying? Or am I just going off and, and doesn't no, make sense anymore? So it's just I think that's I think what you're saying is 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 right. Is like there's there's no point without a start. Exactly. It doesn't mean anything. There's there's just no without a start there is no point. Without a reason for it there is no point. Yes. Without a without a causality without a original jumping off point for the bad and the good and the decision to make and to decide between them there is no point. There's no point. There's no reason to suffer. There's no reason for anything. Right. And the suffering is another moment where people are like, oh, well, if God exists, why would he allow all these terrible things to happen to people? Hey, I get it. In moments where it doesn't make sense, when you, you know, when you read that a million kids go missing a year and those kids get sold or those kids get, you know, sex trafficked or whatever, you go, how can God let this happen? Well, it's all part of an unfortunate existence that we all live in but there's a reason behind it and it's that's that's tough for people to understand where you're i don't think there is fully understanding that no because that's one of the things i kind of gave up on with this whole religion path is there's no there's no understanding everything mm-hmm there's understanding good, there's understanding evil, there's understanding how you suffer, but there's not understanding how everyone else suffers. And that's why we and have... Your, 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 your answer is never going to be... I mean, your question is never going to be answered with why. It's just never going to be. And that's why people pick the selfish path. Because if you live in your own existence, if you live in your own world of rationale, or if you choose to not accept God's path or God's <coughs> as a as a as a as a as an actual figure, if you choose to believe he's not an actual figure and you live in your own existence, then you can rationalize. You can you can talk yourself into understanding. Or you can do your best to forget about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like people that want to live in their own existence and believe God doesn't exist or believe not to, or choose not to believe in a religious structure, whatever that may be, are doing so because I, I, I believe they don't want to be wrong. And they want to be able to explain it to themselves. And sometimes you can't. And that's no, like, I, and that's like what we were just talking about, like God and the existence of God. If you can't understand it, you're not, or if you don't want to accept that you can be wrong, you're just gonna move on because well, you, just, you want to live. Each time you do something bad against what moral is, you you feel the death of Christ inside of you. Yeah, but like again, what I'm saying though is that people that don't, people that do bad, do it 
because they can explain it to themselves. I got drunk. I got high. I did drugs. I did. I had sex with this girl. I watched porn. I did this because I felt a certain way and I felt like I deserved it. I deserved to do that thing. I and they automatically are able to, to justify comfort, it. To justify it in the comfort of being able to explain, explain. it to themselves. Right. Where, and not having to right. deal with the, the suffering that right. comes with the instant gratification that they just decided to take over the future. Yes. Get it now. Explain why I did it justify it to myself and forget that there's a bigger cause to my decision and move on that's why i say man happiness is a word created by the devil to idolize instant gratification yep some good stuff maynard it's not bad <laughs> and, but the thing is you can get a lot closer to hell on earth than you can heaven and that is yes boy, true yes it is learning that is becoming an adult mm-hmm yeah it's interesting but it's gotta keep moving forward <laughs> gotta keep moving Listen, forward I'm gonna start sounding like a white girl I'm just living my best life. Well, yeah. You just got to be able to keep... I mean, a lot of people think that they just can't come back, but they can. You know, people judge people who are religious like, oh, well, aren't you perfect? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's why I'm here. That's why I believe what I believe, because I'm not perfect. It's not for perfection at all. It's because I realize I'm flawed. We, I, I have suffered more since I have started to follow the faith. Exactly. Because you, I realize my imperfections more than I used to. Well, not only that, yes, you're more, you're aware of it and you're awoken to those things, but also because the devil sees a change in what used to be his playground. Like, what can I get Hoff to do? What can I get Dom to do to gratify me and what I am inside of them? And now that there's a change and a thought of I'm wrong, this is wrong, I shouldn't do this, he's going to ramp up those attacks. Always. Once you let him in once... He's going to sooner or later be driving the car. Well, yeah. But also, he, 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 and you're right to use that analogy. He desperately wants those keys. Mm -hmm. Desperately wants those keys because then it's a victory over his enemy. But a victory for him over his enemy is a defeat for you against humanity. You know? So. Yeah. I don't I mean I got anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> um 
what do you think about the uh, Kenosha riots? Um, I think it's sad. Anytime anybody's life is lost. Well, no, he survived. Well, anytime anyone's life is threatened. Um, and, I mean, again, you wish for that perfect world, but um, we don't live in it. And unfortunately, with what's going on in society as a whole, with this whole defund police and this... Uh, I'm not even going to say BLM because it's it's a greater issue than that. It's not even just them. It's this it's this movement in this nation with not taking personal responsibility. That's what I, literally that's what it comes down to, dude. I swear. It always every time I keep talking about this, it always comes about back to the war of responsibility. Yeah, and it's it just... and that's what it is. I mean, you. You want to cry racism, and I'm sorry. It's just not... I mean, any one of us listening to this or talking about it, if we did what that dude did, we would be shot. We would be shot. Yeah. Without question. Because what he was doing was threatening. And it's unfortunate that his decisions led to that outcome but to blame police is just a it's it's a scapegoat to a much larger issue that exists in society today so uh, you're not you're not going to get better if we're not looking at both sides of the issue which is police and maybe some flaws and society and the flaws we have. And you're putting blame on one when it's really not theirs. I mean, it's it's running rampant in our in our in our in our country right now. Just the lack of personal accountability. Thoughts? As we're watching this on went through Facebook and I'm watching a live feed of protesters trying to burn a squad car. Yep. As a person with a black umbrella and a Antifa outfit stands in front of them. And as people take pictures and celebrate. I just, I don't get it, dude. And everyone in the comments... On these Instagram posts, I, I, well, you know, you say this, but then a white guy who's a serial killer, you know, gets taken out in handcuffs. Well, I'm sorry. If the serial killer was chased, hunted down and found, and he put his hands up and got on his knees and the police put cuffs on him and took him out and he didn't fight and he didn't resist and he didn't do anything to egg on any type of altercation or any type of aggression and he got in the squad car and he went to the jail cell and he went... He's not going to get shot. But if you, whoever you are, whatever race you are, and gender you decided to pick today, get pulled over and start fighting and yelling and cussing and causing a scene and you get taken out of your car and then you reach for a weapon or you reach for the police officer's weapon and you fight and you will get shot. 
Simple as that. It's it's not it's not like the rocket science Chris was talking about with dark matter. It's just not. It is common fucking sense. If I get pulled over and I start acting like an asshole and I get dragged out of my car and I reach for the police officer's gun, hey, guess what? You're going to have to find a new co-host because I'm <laughs> dead. And I'm not going to be talking about it like, hey, he shouldn't have got shot. Yeah, Don deserves get shot. It's, I would let you say it because it's true. And I mean, no one deserves to die, but an officer also deserves to have some kind of st- safety. And to preserve their life as well. And I'm and I'm sorry that it happens. And I'm sorry that you're that that people think it's a race issue. I'm sorry that you feel that way because I'm sure there was times when it was. But it's not. And I'm not saying that all the times aren't anymore. Bad apples, sure, whatever. But. This movement of defund the police is so radically dangerous. You will lose your community. You will lose your schools. You will lose your businesses. You will lose your jobs. You will lose your way of life if your streets are not safe. Period. Period. Yeah. I don't got anything else to say. Because I'll just start saying shit I shouldn't. Right. We don't want to get. We're already going to get demonetized because of COVID talk. So, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you in the next one. Peace out.